Captain's Log, Episode 82. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, located at 35-11 Dittmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. The Beer Avengers is an unscripted podcast, except for uh, this part right here. And with the writer's strike going, ooh, two and a half months, no end in sight, SAG-AFTRA, of which I am personally and our several other Beer Avengers uh, are, are members, uh, so I'm not writing anything until that's over. Uh, you may see me on the picket line. Uh, you may see a number of Beer Avengers on the picket line, but whoever you see out there, if you know anyone who's uh, who's dealing with all of this, buy them a beer, show them your support. Um, keep that in mind. I also want to mention something about the following episode you're about to hear. It was recorded in an outdoor live environment. As a result, uh, you'll see a lot of more ambient noise on here than usual. I think you'll be able to hear us fine. But uh, just so you know, it's not necessarily the sound quality you're used to, but we had a lot of fun, and I hope you will too. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 82, live from the Beer and Cheese Collective. Well, we're the Beer, 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 Beer Avengers, Beer, 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 Beer Avengers, Beer, 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 Beer Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Welcome to the BeerCast, everyone. Coming to you from a fully disclosed location in Astoria, Queens, that being 35-11 Dittmars Boulevard, I am Captain Porter Brownstout. And coming to you directly to the left of Captain Porter Brownstout, it is I, the Beer Wonder. And we are... The The Beer Yeah, that was that was a good one. I mean, it, was, it helps when you're sitting right next to each other. It is, it yeah. is. It's 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 a first, uh, and I think I think it went very well. I do too. Yeah, uh, those of you who are listening to the first time, 35-11 Dittmar's Boulevard is actually where Astoria, uh, or that is the Beer and Cheese Collective is in Astoria. In Astoria, right. and we have some wonderful pours. And Lane has just brought us a pretzel. Thank yes. you, Lane. Yeah, that's, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show I'll show off the goods. Maybe next time he won't be so shy and he'll he'll duck further in front of the camera. Yes, this yes, we, there we go. We talk about the pretzels so often that I felt that it was only appropriate that we have one Absolutely. while we're uh, hanging out here. But before we get to actual food, I'm feeling kind of thirsty. Uh, it is 90 degrees and we are outside in the backyard. <laughs> and I'm feeling great. There's a lovely breeze out here. It's, no, it's wonderful. But uh, we've got the whole place to ourselves. Hydration is important, so I think we should do that. That that, that is very true. Now, uh, unlike every other episode, we're not doing the pouring here. No. We're on location at Beer Cheese Collective. They've poured us some lovely draft beers. Uh, Beer Wonder, why don't you go first? Sounds good. Well, I'm having uh, a beer that I actually, uh, we should we should probably mention, though, that to the shock of literally everyone, yeah. today I will be having a truly sponsored pour. That's right, a sponsored pour from the source right here at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Exactly, yeah. So I'm having a beer that I had at the uh, anniversary party, uh, and I saw it back on tap, so I was very excited to have a chance to enjoy it again. This is from our buddies at Fox Farm. It is the Dwell American Pale Ale. 
look at how gorgeous that oh, is. Oh, that's fantastic. It is Beautiful. hazy. It is orange. I'm looking at it in person. I know. Well. I know. Really There's cool. no like. You're looking filter. at it on a screen, or, yep. or or maybe you're listening to us talk about it. But yeah, yeah. it's just. It's, but wow. it is an absolutely gorgeous. So hazy. It is that like grapefruit juice, orange juice thing. Here, we'll do it just so we can do the poor picks. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna hide myself from that. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love this beer. I'm so excited to have it again, uh, and it is perfectly poured and beautifully cold and ready to be enjoyed. Excellent. What are you having? Well, I'm also having a a sponsored sponsored pour. Maybe in there twice. I don't know. Sponsored pour. I'm having a sponsored pour from here. The beer and cheese. I'm so shocked. And this is a classic that I've never had on the show before. Oh, okay. This is the Westbrook Mexican cake. Oh, always a good beer. Now, as we get to more pours, I'll, I'll, I'll more discussion. That is, I'll tell you where we have had Westbrook. Westbrook. Mm. Uh, it was a while back, uh, mm. but for now, let's let's just have the beers. Um, cheers! Cheers! Oh my gosh, I don't even know what's happening here. Oh wow! Oh, that's really nice. Oh, that is really good. I I I had forgotten how this is a good combination of sort of citrusy and piney. They call it an American Pale Ale. Yeah. It's really bordering on IPA for me, but it's really good. Lots of citrus, definite hint of mosaic. Gets a lot of grapefruit in there, but it ends a little bit bitter. Okay. So it's kind of refreshing. In fact, would you like a sip? Oh, I would. Thank you very oh. much. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely nose uh -huh. there. Oh, that's extremely refreshing. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of got a medium body to it, so it is a good refreshing beer on a 90-degree day when you're outside in the beautiful backyard here at the Barrett Cheese Collective. Yeah. Um, and it will. it's only 6%, so, or 5.9%. Let's be precise. Excellent. Now, uh, see, I, I didn't get my numbers, but they're about they're over ten. Let's just yeah, say it's well, over ten. It's a Captain beer. It's Come on. Yeah. It's also, it's the it's the Westbrook Mexican Cake, one yeah. of the classics from all time. I remember when this was really hard to find, and there are actually periods where it's hard to find. It's mm -hmm. it's only uh, done seasonally, and they do you know make a few tweaks and adjustments. Um, the staff here seems to think that this is a little less spicy than previous really? incarnations. Huh. I find the spice profile really really very much there. Interesting. Okay. In fact, why don't you try it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. It's got a really nice, dark, earthy, chocolatey... Yeah, it is uh, It is like melted chocolate on the nose. You really... that That's the first thing that hits. Although, it's like a darker chocolate. So yeah, like it looks really like it's not yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And the lacing here is actually also really beautiful. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Hmm. Okay, so I do... I could see how one would say that it is a little less spicy. Oh, there it goes. Yep. So it, it's it, it's a lingering spice. It yeah, it's more the, the finish. Yeah. yeah, it's really in the finish. But it, I mean, you know, here I got a pretty decent spice tolerance, and it's still kicking for me. Yeah, I'm feeling it. All right, very good. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Uh, they've uh, often had uh, collaborations with mm -hmm. uh, with Evil Twin. Oh, sure. And that Evil Twin, uh, they they have their regular one, and they which they also tweak a little bit. Yep. They, they call the real Mexican cake. Uh huh. Uh, and I got their version this year, and uh, sorry, Evil Twin, this one's better. Wow. Call it what you will. Shots uh, fired right here in the backyard. And here's another funny thing is we have had uh, Evil Twin on many times. We have. That's true. And liked a lot of them, most mm -hmm. of them, a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Um, but we've only had Westbrook on one time before. Really? And uh, that was a collaboration with Evil Twin. Oh, okay. That's and right. you know what the name of that beer was? Uh, I don't remember what it was. Well, it's uh, on the bottle it says oh. O-F-Y-M-D. I don't know what that stands for. Well, I think it's, uh, Huck, what does that stand for? Oh, fuck yeah, my dude. That's oh, right. Oh, fuck right. yeah, my dude. How could I forget that? <laughs> from, 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 Exit, uh, from Evil Twin and Westbrook. This is a different one, but I uh, you know, was going down the rabbit hole looking on our spreadsheet. I almost printed out a copy of it oh. so I could like spread it out here on the on the Beer and Cheese Collective table. But, yeah. but 
This is a classic. It really is a classic. Well, here's the thing. You know, there's nothing better than sitting outside on a beautiful hot summer day and having a beer with friends. Yeah. Um, But also, uh, I'm a little hungry. So I want to dive into this pretzel sandwich. Yeah, now let's show this on camera a little bit. Yeah. Uh, We should also talk a little bit about, like, what's going on. Because it is, first off, the presentation at Beer and Cheese Collective is always on point. But we have the classic pretzel, which is just, it's it's warm. It is lightly salted. It's got that, like, good element to it. But then there's two other things that they give you for accoutrement. This is house-made beer cheese. Okay, yeah. They make this here uh, every day. They stir it up in a big vat or something like that. I don't know. I've seen them. I've been here sometimes to see it. It's a magical process. Yeah. Uh, and then also we have all this mustard over here with yeah. uh, elegantly uh, squirted out there. <laughs> yeah. It's all. Um, it all. It's all sort of exactly what we want. Well, I think we should yeah. see how this is. I think go. we should. Yeah. We uh, just have to make sure. The thing is, you, you, we have so much things here. We have the mic here, the divided between us. But uh, oh, wait know, a second. I, wait a second. We do oh, may need to pause oh, we because have a delivery is being made. Excellent. Um. So you know, the Beer and Cheese Collective, of course, is sponsoring our beers. Thank you, Lavisa. Yes. <laughs> but um, importantly, let me just grab that from you. Thank you so much. Um, it's you know, it's always good to have snacks. And so today, the captain suggested that we go for the works. Yes. And uh, we're going to find out later exactly what each one of these are. But there's a wonderful. It's basically they have they have several different meats, several different cheeses. Uh, they come with these little uh, cornichons, uh, gherkins. Well, oh, no, gherkins is what they're often called. Yeah, but I no, think that's not correct. They're generally called, called. They're not. They're not little penises, even though they look like them. No, they're cornichons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these little things, although they might look like edibles, they're actually uh, little quince squares. Oh, quince squares. Uh, yeah, well, Belgian Babe recently was saying, "Is that an edible?" Like, no, no, it's it's a quince square. Well, any, if anything is an edible. I might have told that story backwards. I'm not sure. But yeah, this is basically it's to cleanse the palate in between the oh. different meats and cheeses. But this that's important. I also want to mention there's a ton of bread. Shit ton of bread right over Just here. All yeah. The bread. From Amy's bread mm-hmm. uh, that they have here. So that we're going to be enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, yeah, I'm going to grab a piece of this yeah, pretzel. Yeah, let's right go into now. the pretzel because that's because um, that is always important. Um, now, there there is debate, I believe, in the pretzel eating community, um, which I'm sure is there. Mm-hmm. Um, hard versus soft. Okay. When do you feel a hard pretzel is appropriate? Um, so, I don't know if I've ever had a hard pretzel that's as satisfying as even an, a, a moderately good soft pretzel. Sure. Fair don't you think? Well, I mean, I like them, but I feel like, I feel like when I'm eating hard pretzels, I just think of like, just a shitty bag of, I mean, I'm, it's, now, to be honest, I've had some with some more spices. Sure. <clears throat> Snyder's has some really good ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. That have a whole, like, array of spices. Uh, but for the most part, pretzels are just, oh, I'm hungry, I want to eat something, here's a bowl of this, Pretty it's snack. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, most definitely. I'm definitely team soft pretzel. Although, I, I, I was, my first introduction to a soft pretzel was, like, New York City cart. Okay. Which, you know, not to knock the cart hot dog, because I have survived on those a little bit sure. in my life. The cart pretzel is not um, where it's at. Yeah, that's not. It, it it feels too bready and too steamy. What I love about this is that it's still a very chewy pretzel. Yeah. Um, but it's got that nice crunch on the outside, so you're getting a little bit of both. It's you're kind of getting best of both worlds. It reminds me of some of what we were enjoying when we were in Germany. Yeah, we had a lot of pretzels when mm-hmm. we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here's a, here's a since since I know I'm hitting you this totally on surprise, okay, uh, but right. since you brought up the subject, mm-hmm. I want to ask a question. Do you know what the best soft pretzel you've ever had tasted like? Hmm. It's a good question. Um, uh, I would say it was, um, so it was definitely, actually I would say it might have been slightly harder than the pretzel we're enjoying right yeah. now. Um, and it was even chewier. I like a very chewy pretzel. Yeah. Um, 
Well, this one is incredible, and it is the ultimate beer drinking accoutrement. But I believe I was in Germany. This was before the beer venue. Oh, okay. Trip. But you think um, it was in Germany? And it was this very, very chewy pretzel. I was also, you know, a couple beers in, so yeah. I'm sure that that colored everything. It was also in a beer hall with all of my new German friends singing yeah. umpapa music. So that would, of course, make it the best pretzel of your life. But the chewy pretzel is something that I like. I don't like it hard and crunchy. Like, I don't want it to break apart into pieces. Yeah. I like something that's really, really chewy. Do you remember the best pretzel you've ever had? I think it was uh, it was at Lancaster Brewing. Uh, the Belgian babe and I were up up there, uh, up in that Pennsylvania, that area. I'm, I don't, I don't, I can't think of town names, but it's it's near Lang. The place we we're going was near Lancaster. It's uh, it's the uh, Stouts Brewing, uh, which I'm still not sure what the situation was. That I know they were closing. They were trying to sell it. And the pandemic threw a whole wrench into it. Last I heard, they were going to farm out their name to someone okay. else to make some recipes. Yeah. But anyway, they used to have these wonderful things where they just have this whole beer festival set up. Uh, and and then we liked it so much, we went back on our own just to hang out there. Yeah. And the last festival we went to had this really great beer from Lancaster Brewing. Okay. And the, the babe wanted to go to Lancaster Brewing, and it was like a short drive there. Sure. And we had lunch there, and it was like one of those pretzels that is like it's, you know, shaped a little more phallic. Sure. Uh, the, oh, yeah, the, the, the long ones, not the tight end knot. Yeah, exactly. And it was just so tender, and it had like it was like shining from the oil, mm-hmm. uh, and it had some kind of amazing mustard-based beer cheese kind Ooh, of a thing. There you go. It was more mustard than cheese. Sure. There might have been some cheese in it, but it was like it was, it was just the best combination, perfect thing. So, so uh, Lancaster Brewing would All be right. my my best pretzel well, ever. So clearly, you like them softer, and I like them chewier. Yeah. That's what we're learning about each other today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I don't I don't mind the degree of chewing. Yeah. Uh, but I find that some of the ones that I found that like when we were in Germany, mm-hmm. there were just pretzels were such a staple. It seemed yes. like they'd often been sitting around for. Correct. A while. Well, yes, we did have some that I did think were sale. Um, where was yeah. it? We were in Berlin. No, not Berlin. Munich. Munich. Yeah. Um, and we went on that little crawl, and then we went to that kind of beer house place before our own personal yeah. thing crawl. Yeah. Those pretzels felt like they they you like hit them against the table, and they they'd last for a little while. Yeah, I think I think but you're right. We did later take ourselves to a lovely beer garden where, if I recall, Cider Girl got one that was the size of her head. Yes. Um, and that was an excellent pretzel. I agree. I, I think that was a really really good one. Yeah. Uh, One must have standards with their pretzels. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, that doesn't that is there anything that doesn't apply to? Eh, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like I, I feel like saying you must have standards for pretzels is almost like uh, Forrest Gump's "Life is like a box of chocolates." Mm-hmm. Like you can refer to any assorted thing and sound profound. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, life is like a craft beer menu. You never know what you're gonna get, and it's just as true as if you're talking about. A box of chocolates. Although, also, here's the funny thing: is uh, just like well, I see now, I'm starting to contradict myself. Yeah. Because I feel like with the box of chocolates, all I was thinking was, yeah, but unless it's a Whitman sampler, because right. you know what you're going to get, because it's all there's a diagram there, and I stick with that because it's the same every time. But I would say before you walk into a great craft beer bar, true. you don't know what you're going to get. So the aphorism is truer for beer than for chocolate. End of rant. That was a journey, and I'm honestly honored that I was, you know, part and parcel to this whole thing. Not that I, you know, but, uh, but, yeah, um, sure, I'm gonna go with yeah. that. Awesome. Um, I do want to acknowledge, though, that, um, though the Beer Avengers, you know, we, we have been going before the Beer Cast, and then the Beer Cast happened, this is sort of like the ultimate and truest 
uh, existence of how the Beer Avengers kind of happens, isn't I, it? I think so. I think yeah. so. It's just all uh, hanging out at a bar, having beer, maybe talking stories, going off on digressions. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, anyone who's been listening to the last 81 episodes of the podcast know that that's a thing. You know, that's, that's what we do in the virtual sense, but it's really just an extension of what we always did when we went and hung out in bars. Uh, possibly fewer digressions on the podcast. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, usually it's a very discursive conversation when we're together. I um, guess I guess it never feels de- digressive because there's no pressure that like someone is going to be listening to this uh, on their podcast format of choice exactly. at a later point. Well, for those of you who may be joining us in the podcast version and, and not having the visual, uh, can you tell us a little bit about this backyard? Because it is there's a lot happening here. Um, yeah, so in the backyard, we're just basically, we're at a table with an umbrella here. You can see where the where there's one, there's like, it's basically a really spacious yeah. uh, thing. There's like, oh, a dozen tables or so. Uh, most of them have umbrellas, so it's a great place. I uh, The backyard is actually especially special to me. Yeah. If I, I'm glad I wish I could put that in a more succinct way uh, because it's I was just thinking today what a wonderful haven it was for me during the worst periods of uh, of lockdown yeah because when I mean not the worst but worst periods we couldn't go anywhere right but then places started opening up for outdoor dining and I just wasn't really comfortable hanging out on the street well first of all you'd be there and you're basically right next to the car fumes mm-hmm. I don't know how many of those there were but then you'd sort of be there and someone would be walking down along the sidewalk and you'd know like do I need to put on my mask while they walk past yep uh, and it was just sort of weird but there's something about how when I would come here uh, often uh, with uh, with uh, the, the night runner yep because he lives right around the corner from here as well and we was just a place we'd say like let's go there on a Tuesday afternoon yeah because it was always, uh, you know, some people were going to the office, and this was always, it was like the best way to social distance and still feel like in a genuine, peaceful, real outdoor dining situation. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, and it was one of the first places that you and I met up um, when we went to an establishment. I think that it is- might have been, uh, we'd gotten together, um, like, we'd gotten together with, with Cider Girl and uh, Hawk yes. in parks. But I think this was the first time that we, like, you and I went and kind of met up on our own. We came here. Yes. Um, and, right. uh, yeah, it was, I think it was, like, in that time where we were all, maybe we had just gotten our shots or something, but it was, like, we were still in that sort of, like, in-betweeny yeah. period. Um, and it was really special. Like, I remember how much it meant to get a chance to have a couple beers with you back here yeah. and actually, like, be with you in person. So it does hold a lot of, you know, in addition to them being our sponsors, um, and we are forever grateful for that. And this is also a kind of funny thing about here. As I said, there's about a dozen tables or so yeah. out here. Uh, oh, yeah, we're the only ones. It's 90 degrees right now, and, and, and everyone's playing chess inside. It's a Wednesday night. Uh, that didn't just happen spontaneously. Wednesday night is chess night mm-hmm. here at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Uh, and, and when we, we had this brilliant idea to record this in this particular uh, milieu, in this fashion, in this yeah. uh, venue. In, in, the, in this way. Yeah, in this way. Uh, I, you know, I said I asked like, "Oh, does does the chess get outside?" If they were, that would be a wonderful part right. of the ambience. Uh, speaking of the ambience, you might be hearing some air conditioning noises. You might be hearing some distant jazz. I think there's an establishment a few doors down. I don't know where it is, but uh, we're we're hearing some jazz music here. It might be coming through uh, in the thing. But for now, yeah, this is like uh, we didn't ask for our own private recording outdoor studio, but that's what we got tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty good. I could I could honestly get used to this. Like, you know, we'll see how this turns out. But I could get used to this. Like, go to a place, record a beer cast from the from the establishment kind of situation. I mean, yes. The the the, the only caveat there would be 
I, it's it's not a huge amount of equipment, but yeah. it is. There's, it is, there is there's the, just there enough moving parts, yes. that it was it was really. I like the fact we were able to come around the corner. Yes, uh, just do that here. Because, but I'm using pretty much all our same equipment we usually use, except no green screen because we have this wonderful have this, uh, 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 ivy ivy covered background. You can see gorgeous. the wall back there with the with the plants and a little trellis back there. Uh, yeah, this is pretty great. I know it's the ideal way to, to go after this. Well, so how has your um, how has your week of beer drinking been? My week of beer drinking. Let me see. Well, about a week or so uh, in, co- in 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 continuing with our whole uh, pints and picks. Yep. Pints, pints and, and pours. pours. I don't know. No, no. It's uh, no. It's picks and pours or picks and pints. We're really not sure. Uh, we'll get there someday. We we will. Uh, or maybe we'll just you know copyright both of them and see if if get, one I'll, takes off. I don't know if the domains uh, are free, but I'll see what I can find. Well, anyway. you, but you remember what my my, my, my biggest uh, justification for picks and pints was is that if you're if you're in a movie theater and you can order a beer, yeah. Uh, even if you can order another beer, you don't want them coming right. to your table like every ten minutes or so. So if you start out with a pint, yeah. that means that's longer before you have to do that. That's, uh, see the, the the logic the logic tracks. Yeah, so that's why uh, my personal thing I, I I'm moving more and more towards pints and pours. And a recent uh, thing that I had with that was I went to the uh, sorry picks and pints picks and pints. You said pints and pours. Oh, see. Uh, Mexican says it's already doing its, its job. It's a, probably like it's like about ten point five percent, something like that, and I'm getting near the end of it. So we just gotta get the branding right. Yeah, okay? so just, you know that's what I'm here for. So you know, here's the thing: is anyway. when, when we do this, when we well, yeah. And so uh, recently, I went to see a movie at the Film Forum. Oh, uh, a it was uh, the the name of it escapes me at the moment, but okay. it was basically a documentary about the impact of the film Midnight Cowboy. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's uh, kind of cool. They were also in conjunction on another screen showing a 4K restoration of Midnight Cowboy. Oh, okay. And as much as I enjoyed seeing the documentary, it made me think like. I think I would have rather revisited the whole movie to begin with. I mean, I've seen oh. it multiple times. Have you ever seen it? I have seen it, yes. Yeah. I, I even did a parody version of it uh, as an actor that was about cockroaches uh, okay. in New York City. So well, that's was, interesting. This was at my, my, what, my what, alter what, ego job at the zoo. What, so your cockroach is walking across the stage and you said, I'm walking here. Or exactly. The, or the cockroach said it. The cockroach said it. it was co- there was, it was two cockroaches. One was a New York City cockroach. The other was just just off the plane from Madagascar. Well, you know, that's trying not, to make it the big city. That's know? not actually a huge stretch. Uh, I know. Ratcho Rizzo know. as a... Yes, Ratcho Rocho was his name. Oh, there you go. See, there you go. Well, I mean, that's great, but... Rat is already in his name. I know. He Why would a rat? If you have an animal based on on rats or Rizzo, look, I think they got a grant to do something about cockroaches. It's yeah. all good. Well, it's then also good. you got the whole concern with the uh, with the you know the IP of Disney and saying, well, if if his name is Ratso Rizzo and he's actually a rat, yeah, then he's he's there's a Muppet. Exactly, Rizzo the, the rat. rat. Yes. Which now I'm thinking probably was. Uh, there's no question that Rizzo the Rat was yeah, based on Rizzo. Yeah, because he's very, like, yeah. very New York. Yeah, he's very New York. And, but it's like, where, why else would they have come up with the name Rizzo the Rat? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So you couldn't do that. So it, it, although you're kind of ripping him off anyway. But Rizzo anyway. Rizzo Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I, it wasn't. I'm walking here. It's I'm crawling here. Yes. You know. Uh, but anyway, so when anyway. I went when I went there, uh, I wound up. Uh, I, I I wound up getting. Uh, should I say this? Mm-mm. So I got a can. Okay. Of wine. Oh. Yeah, I had red okay. wine and popcorn when I was there. Okay, uh, that's not, not that, that is a pick, but not a pint. That's true. That's true. So you're halfway uh, there. That's right. Uh, but after the movie, I went over to Torch and Crown. Oh, that classic, uh, like which was great because they just done a tasting here. Sure. Uh, wonderful like pairings here in this location, and one of the ones they had was a really great stout, which we featured at the Stout of Palooza called Caramel Lion. Mm. 
uh, and and when they were here, I said, "Do you still have some of that in stock there at the at the brewery?" And they said, "Yeah." So I'm like, "Okay, well, that's where I'm going the next time I'm in that neighborhood, Trash. so it all fit in perfectly with that." I want to bringing a four pack home of caramel lion and kumbaya to all of us. Oh, praise it, bless it, yeah. hashtag bless it. Um, I love Film Forum. I always forget about it, and then yeah. I go there like every couple years, and I'm just like, this place is great. I should come back here more. The yeah. last time I was there was just before the pandemic. I went to go see, uh, they were doing a pride showing of Paris is Burning. Okay. Um, you know, on the, the small screens that they have there. They're not massive. Um, but it was just this, like, what, they've been running it for the whole month of June. Sure. And so, And I went there, and it was like this weird mix of exactly who you'd expect would show up on, like, a Thursday night to go see, like, right. this, like, queer documentary in the village or in Soho I guess yeah um, so it was a bunch of weirdos uh, like people in full drag people dressed up for it it was a fabulous showing and every time I'm always like I need to go back to the film forum because yeah. I love that place yeah it, it is great I mean I keep hearing that Natasha Leone hangs out there a lot really but I've never seen her there oh. however she is on the board okay she's on the board as are uh, the Sherman Palladinos. Oh, okay. Those fine folks. We are oh, yeah. appreciative of them for all of their uh, contributions, especially to one of my favorite shows that has recently just ended. Oh, yes. The Marvelous Miss Did you watch it all the way to the end? I did watch it all the way to the end, yes. I uh, I, I found it satisfying. I know we... Uh, in fact, you and I recently hung out at the... What, was this? Was it just the other day we were talking about this? It was. Parsing it, making through it. Exactly. Yeah, so when we, were, when we decided to do this, mm-hmm. uh, we were having beers at Evil Twin, yes. uh, the Dumbo location. Uh, so, so if this is a good idea or a bad idea, you can blame the Evil Twin beers for uh, that particular bit of inspiration. See, the thing is, again, with Evil Twin, either this was genius or we should never have done it because that's the way that Evil Twin cuts for me. Yes. I'm so proud of it. Yes. I um, mean, it was like, oh, they, well, here's the thing. It's like, uh, see, we keep shifting around here, but I, I, I feel like I need to talk about this one. Uh, Evil Twin uh, has a, had a, a really innovative beer. Yes. Uh, and it was a, uh, you know, we've talked about how the Colch is sort of a hybrid beer because it is it is lagered but it's made with ale yeast exactly uh we've talked about the cold ipa yep uh being that it is uh it, that one is sort of is again it's like it's an ipa ale yeast yep. but but it's lagered uh but it's not considered a lager so it's a not an ipl it's a cold ipa yep and they tried doing something similar with a black lager Oh yes, uh, I, recall, yes and, I, tri- and, I tried this. And the 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 notion of it, what they said was, is this? I'm going to get the name wrong, but it's something like because they have such long names. Like, is this the first? I think they uh, Schwartz ale. Schwartz ale, yeah, that's what they call it. Well, yeah, yeah, Schwartz ale because mm-hmm. they have a Schwartz beer, but a Schwartz ale. Yep. Uh, which was great. Mm-hmm. But then underneath, as the description for the beer, they called it a black lager. Yeah, which is confusing. Come on, should have get off the pot. Either exactly. it's ale or it's lager. Uh, and as we've all said, if there's a question, it's almost always an ale, yeah. because ales are much more inviting. Uh, and said, sure, you can come over and hang out in our place. Exactly. Whereas lagers are like, we're very strict, gotta be done this way. Lagers, hey, come on over. Yeah, black lager, but it's an ale. That's good. Exactly. So I think it was an ale. Probably. Was. Uh, and all they would need to do is change the designation there. Or here's another thing. Okay. Uh, if they have to put a black lager on that menu put a question mark at the end of it. Oh, I like that. See, and that feels very Evil Twin to me, because Evil Twin so, is yeah. just like, you know what, fuck it. So, black, black lager? Huh? You don't know. I think it, it, it requires the, the intonation to really make it work. Absolutely. Um, I'm noticing something. Our, our you, and are, you and I are starting to run dry. And so, here's what happens. When we're usually doing the podcast, we're recording from different locations, and there's at least three of us here. Mm-hmm. So, what happens is one person will go on mute while the other person keeps talking Correct. while they go to the fridge for the beer. But there's only two of us and both of our glasses are... Well, let's just finish this one off. You just take care of that. I took care of mine. It's fine. It's fine. And so we're going to go in a brief pause here, 
and we'll be back in just a few minutes with uh, with, with with more beers, uh, and uh, and we'll we'll see you then. And actually, this will only be a few seconds because that's the way it'll be edited together. But for us, it'll be a few minutes. So yep. chew on that for a while, and we'll yum, be right yum, back. Yum 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 yum. And we're back. Shocking. I know. Wow. I, I hope you didn't mind waiting all that time, everyone. Well, I know you didn't actually have to wait, but you know, uh, but we. We're happy to be back regardless, and we have two new great pours. Um, expertly we, poured, I will say. Expertly poured. Uh, thank you to Lane. Lane, mm-hmm. Lane poured these wonderful beers for us. And uh, Well, let's hear about your beer first. Sure, so yeah. I've got one from one of our favorites. Uh, we were literally just talking about we them. We were. We literally were just talking about I know. Them. Torch and Crown. Um, they shook one, which is their Citra IPA. Um, if you know me, you know I love an IPA, and so... Um, I'm always happy to support them, and they do make really great ones. And it, again, it is a hot night, and IPAs for me are a beer of summer. Yes. I know that is not true for all people, but for me, they are. So, um, are they also a beer of winter? They're a beer all year round for me. Well, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the fact that, I mean, I, I, I didn't I didn't know if you would comp- fully committed to it or not, but I, I am all, also very much the notion that they're... I'm not a seasonal beer drinker. I like the beers I like all year round. That's her. And this one is no exception, yeah, although... Yeah, this would not be in season for some, I'm sure. But this... Oh, let me get the logo yeah, on Yeah, get there. the logo out there. Ah, here we go. This is a beer from Gun Hill. Oh, we like them too. Uh, We're pretty local, this one. Yeah, and, uh, and there might be a bit of controversy here, okay. and I'll get to that in a moment. But first, let me just introduce this wonderful beer. This is Void of Light. Yes. Now, one of the best beers they've ever made. Correct. Now, I do want to take exception to this, Captain. Can, can we just toast first? Can we toast and then you can take the exception? Fine. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Now, accept away. Okay. So here's the thing, Captain. You have had this beer before. Yes, many now, times. You, it's great. Yeah, I know. And you have had it on our show. Okay. Uh, yes, but. That was almost 80 episodes I ago. I understand that, but I just want to, I just, we, one yeah. of our things is we promise people that we do not repeat beers. Now, in fairness, I have done that once before. Which is why I get a free pass this time. Fine. All right. I mean, and I honestly, have... if I was going to give you a hall pass on the beers, this would be one that I give you a hall pass on. Yeah, the, the tricky part about this one is they make this year-round, so it's hard to, like, put it in a seasonal sense. However, I imagine that the Void of Light I had in a can... In episode three in 2020, yep. uh, maybe slightly different That's true. from the one that was just released on draft in 2023. Correct. It's been three years of improvements. They don't necessarily put the vintages when you're looking at an untapped, but uh, all that in addition to the fact that Beer Wonder did it once before. So this is my this is my hall pass. I'm having the void of light. Well, cheers. Cheers. Mm. So this one is lovely. It's very very heavily carbonated so there's a lot of bubble action going on it's a little bit thinner i definitely am getting the intensity of the citrus so it is all fruit it is all pineapple it's all tropical and it's like a real refresher it's also about seven percent so it's a tricky yeah. one would you like a taste oh sure thank you i've, I've actually have had this one before yes I would and, and here see what you think of the 2023 vintage the 2023 vintage oh look at us we're so fancy now oh very plummy on the nose oh that's that's yeah I, this is just Two very excellent choices. I know, I know. I, I always forget with Void of Light. It is just it it, it like it feels like like it is crossing over into barley wine for me just a little really? bit. Really, into barley wine in the smell because I do okay. get an intense plum, but it maintains all the rest of the flavors that I would expect. Um, okay. Later. I'm so. surprised you're suggesting it jumps the fence all the way there. I, 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 I can see it fully jumps. I think I, it is I, trending. I, I, I would think yeah. maybe maybe the Imperial. 
Fair. Because that's, I think, the next next step. Yes. And to me, that's what I mean, the foreign export stout basically is. Mm -hmm. It's your light, nice little wedge there between your standard stouts and your imperial stouts. That's true. That makes sense. Because uh, it doesn't really taste that heavy. Uh, but it's, uh, I believe, about a 7.9%. All right. Good work. I like it a lot. Excellent. Excellent work. So, yeah. So, we were talking about our... Uh, our trips with the uh, with the with the pints and yeah, and evil twin, evil twin. yeah, and uh, yeah, that was uh, it was one, it was funny thing is like uh, I I talked to you in the, earlier in the day mm -hmm. and I said uh, let's let's do an evil twin thing I want to pick up a four pack and then you were getting off work a whole lot later than I was yep, yep. Uh, because from my work to evil twin it's about should be less than half an hour right. easy uh, but as I was walking down to the train. And I just missed an R train. I didn't rush because I knew there were going to be another one in just a few minutes. And it came about a half hour later. Yeah. So by the time I finally got to Evil Twin, I got my four pack of their... their uh, speaking of barley wines, they uh, have... Uh, I think the name of this one is... Uh, what is a black barley wine even? That's good. That's a good Evil Something Twin Something like name. that. Uh, and I've had a couple of cans in it. And what it is even is really good. Uh, it's, I, I feel like they've been listening to the podcast because I have been talking for a while about how they've been getting a little too carried away with the sweet mm -hmm. and I feel that a lot of the beers they've been having lately I'm, I'm a little hesitant and I have it and actually it's it, they don't lean too he heavy under the sweet and uh, and that's how I felt about that like barley wine and also the uh, we had a beer there that was uh, it was uh, all I remember was the name was connected to our recent difficulties with the smoky air from Canada. Oh yeah, uh, something about it being like too hazy in New York. Right? Yeah, oh, well, the, air, the air quality. Or said the air quality yeah. is not good for sensitive types, or it's right, something yeah, along it. those yeah, lines. It. And it was like a, uh, it was like a thirteen percent uh, imperial stout. How you get through those bad air quality days? It's exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but thank you for for chasing away the vermin. Uh, this is again, this is outdoor backyard. We have little flying things everywhere. And that's what uh, Beer Wonder is doing. He's just shooing them. Yes, shoo, shoo, shoo fly. You are not a beer venture. You no, are not invited to the party. You are not. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a lovely afternoon, and we were sort of batting around ideas around what we could do for the beer cast that yes. would be new and interesting. Um, since at that point, we believed that Huck was um, off in faraway lands doing important research. Yes. Um, and so we figured, well, why not get together and uh, do a recording, just the two of us, in a location just to try this out. And Initially, uh, because he had to come to my place to pick up my pick up That's true. sponsored pours. And I was I'm coming. Gonna, I was yeah. yes, I was coming through. Uh, don't don't trigger it. I will, um, yeah. And uh, and I was coming through uh, Laguardia, so I was sort yeah. of in the general area. And then you were saying, oh, why don't we just do it at my place? Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that would be interesting. And then I thought, well, if we're going to do it in the neighborhood anyway, why not do it here at the backyard of the Beer and Cheese Collective? Yeah. And, uh... 35-11 Dittmar's Boulevard. See, I got it right this time. Yeah. In a story... Uh, yeah, well, being here, I guess, helps. It does. Well, yeah. When you actually have to walk by the street and it says Astoria... Or, excuse me, Dittmar's Boulevard in Astoria, you're like, oh, that's where we are. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, and, and so... It's a insignificant brainer for me, because I don't live near here, but that's <laughs> that's neither here nor well, there. Well, you know, it's tricky, because <laughs> it's, it's for the most part, it's parallel a lot of the avenues. Truth. And so, uh, if it were, and, and and between 23rd and 21st Avenue, there is no 22nd Avenue, at least in this neighborhood. Truth. And I say that because sometimes these avenues just show up again. Yeah. Uh, like, for instance, if you're walking down Steinway Street and then go over Northern Boulevard, all of a sudden it is 39th Street. I know. 
Actually, that's an oh. That speaking of places we went. Oh yeah. Uh, a couple days ago, wound up. I saw they had some really fantastic beers at Alewife. Oh. Uh, Delta and I were looking for some place to to hang out, uh, and we weren't sure what food they have. Oh, basically, so uh, I couldn't find this on their website, but I discovered when we went there. Anytime you go to Alewife, there will almost always be either pizza or tacos. This is this is a selling point. I think it is too. Uh, it was the, this particular Sunday afternoon. I think it, it's like uh, when you're there, they have a schedule, but okay. they couldn't find it on the website. But there's like three or four days it's one, and three or four days it's the other. And Sunday is one of the taco days, and we had some wonderful tacos from uh, a place um, that I will. Yeah, see, here's the thing: is like this is the point where we'd say, "Hey, I'll talk about this," and I'd look it up on my phone and see what it is, but I don't remember the name of the taco place, but I, I uh, we'll put that on that information somewhere. Exactly. It'll be on the Instagrams. Yes. On the Instagrams, which, if you're not following us on Instagram, we are at the Beer Avengers. We are also there on the Twitters. Uh, and also now on the threads. Oh, yeah, we're on the threads. threads. I, I don't think many of you are following us there. Yeah. I don't think I've got, we've, I've put a couple things just for, for fun. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, if you, if you want to... If you want to check out us out on Threads, we're at the Beer Avengers. It's like just like everyone uh, who has an Instagram account. It just sort of everything migrated from one to the other, and now they're in both places. There's still more stuff on Instagram, but we're on Threads. If anyone yeah. wants to find us there, so go ahead and do that. And don't forget about the Tiki Takis because that's where the goods are happening. Uh, right, Hophead Huck, keeping right. us real, keeping us relevant to the kids, children. Uh, I'm glad someone is because I, I've been trying to post videos on there, it's, and every time I do, it's just like oh. We couldn't decode it. I know. I'm like, how is this the most popular thing? If you had to code something I already put on Instagram. It's all right. It's just telling you you're old. It does the same thing for me. It's fine. I, I don't know. If I'm, if I'm complaining that I can't do on one that something I can do on Instagram. I know. It's telling you you're old. Because the, because the old, oh, Instagram is the old, the old people now? are on Instagram. That's uh. how this game works. In any case, you did just go after yeah. our um, works board. And I do want to just touch on it because you and I have been kind of attacking it, but we have not been discussing our thoughts on it. So we've no. got three different kinds of meat. We've got four different kinds of cheese. Yes. We've got um, the little palate cleansers, the non-edible Right, animals. right. Um, this, actually, no, just hand yeah, me the thing yeah, exactly. so we can put it, mm -hmm. uh, try not to spill anything off here. Yeah. But yeah, so this is what we're talking about. Yeah. we got these three meats. we got the four cheeses. we got the quince stuff. Yeah. I don't even... I'm, I think actually, that's like a pate of some sort. It looks, oh, looks that'll like. be good to try. Have yeah. that on some bread. Uh, and yeah, there's like this big tray of Amy's bread, yeah. and so that's what we're uh, we're going at. Also, you see the little signature, little mustard squiggles because because that's, that's yeah. what that's what we do around here. Well, I have got to say, so we've got three meats. One appears to be like a fatty meat. One appears to be more of a you know that's what, and I, one honestly, like a I, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you. Of course, the last one is pate because they wouldn't have three meats and four cheeses. Yeah, that would they make have sense. four meats and pate is one of the meats. That makes sense. That that tracks. So of the meats, there's the like fatty meat. There's the like leaner meat. There is the pate, and there is the um, like the the um, salami or the, the uh, what's it called sausage, like a spicy sausage. Of those, do you have a preference? Uh, that's a good question. I uh, I well, here's also the thing, and they, it is they're in order. They are paired with the cheeses that they're with. So uh, like the pate. Uh, goes with, uh, it looks like it's some kind of a blue cheese over there. That's correct. Uh, the pepperoni, I think, mm -hmm. uh, goes with cheese that looks a little bit harder. Uh, and the, uh, the, the the lean turkey. Mm -hmm. See, now I'm seeing, oh, there's oh, there's five cheeses here, aren't there? Mm -hmm. Wow, there's just, I, I, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. I mean, there is a rhyme or reason, uh, and we'll, if we can find out, we'll, but just really, even if you don't know the rhyme or reason, I can't remember them, just enjoy all the wonderful meats and cheeses. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm going to have some of that pate. Mm -hmm. The pate with the blue was actually a really good choice. Um, and I will say, 
I've been picking at this a little bit, yeah. um, which is why I've gone quiet a few times. It happens. And, mm-hmm, it does. But I do want to shout out what remains yeah. my favorite pairing of all. Which is? You take them, something spicy, and you have a hoppy IPA with it. Okay. And it makes everything about your life better. Now, for those of you who have not heard my dissertation on spice and hops, you're welcome. So, here's how this works, okay? When you have spicy things, you have capsaicin, right? That's the spice molecule. It's the one that makes it burn. When you have hoppy things, you get um, the acids that come from the, the hop plant, right? Okay. Okay? Those things chemically react with each other to intensify both of their feelings in your mouth. So, if you are looking for a spice experience, an IPA and something spicy, excellent choice to amp everything up and make everything burn just a little bit brighter. And the kind of slightly spicy pepperoni sausage that we're having with my Hoppy IPA is giving me what I wanted. I feel like pleased. I feel like I'm making this with me reaching over. Is it so, can you be a, so kind to me as put some of that blue cheese on a piece of bread you for know, me? I'll, I can make this happen. Because this is actually, if we're talking about pairings... It would only be polite. This would be one of my favorite pairings, but I, I feel like I'm I'm upstaging Beer Wonder every time I reach over him to grab so a piece talk of to me meat about or what cheese. This, why this pairing is one of your favorites. So I find that this goes along with what you're talking about, how either you just load up on all the spicy, all yep. the things together. Uh, I think this is what we call like pairing of intensities. Yes, exactly. Um, and so that the, uh, let's just, this is two pieces of bread here. It's okay. It's fine. We'll make it work. Commit to the bread. I'll just like, I'll flay it a little bit here. Yeah. Um, and so for that reason, blue cheese goes really well with a, with a stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, in fact, that was the first time I ever really first discovered some of my favorite blue cheeses mm-hmm. is coming to this place, and they would be pairing an imperial stout with, say, a cambazola. Mm. I'm not sure which blue cheese this, this one is, but I'm sure it'll go really well. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting the crunch ASMR, which is what the people want. Yeah. And crumbs in my beard. Exactly. And on my shorts. It's it's a mess here, but a good mess. Yeah, at, good least, at least we're outside. At least we're outside. All right. So we've done the pate with the blue, and we've done a little bit of the, the um, void of light. Uh-huh. What's what's our take? What's our verdict? I mean, it's all great. It's all. Uh, I, I, I I I hated to make it so simple, but it's beer. It's meat, cheese, and bread. Hey, what more do you want? It's great. Don't they call that provisions? I've always that's something I've always thought about. You know when you go to like a provisions yeah. store and it's like meats and cheeses and like beers and like fun drinks. Yeah. I was always like, because when I think of provisions, I assume that someone is like going on a long journey into the woods and they're like never going to come back. And so you'd want something that would last, which you know, like a cured meat and a cheese and a beer. These are all things that will be good for your life. Maybe a dog with a barrel of brandy around. Exactly. Like these are all the things we're looking for. But when like a provision for me feels very much like okay, we're base like we're we're salt of the earth people. We're mm-hmm. like doing a thing and and like it's not like a high class thing. But then you go to these provisions places and it's like twenty bucks for a thing of cheese and I'm like, what are we doing here, right? It is hipster provisions. Exactly. Beer and Cheese Collective understands what we're all about, and yes. they put it together in a way that makes sense for me, and it's not provisions, even though we are being provided for partially by the provider, or at least a provider adjacent this evening. Oh, I mean, she's the one who gave the instructions for tonight, so yes. yes, her fingerprints are all over this. She's the first person I talked to about this when I came here the day after Beer Wonder and I talked about it. Um, do we do too much behind-the-scenes stuff when we're talking about these things? I don't know. No, the, pe- the people want to know. You want to know how the sausage is made, don't exactly. you? Well, and the sausage we're eating. Yes. We'll have to ask someone else about that, though. 
yeah. Uh, that sausage is a little more gruesome. This sausage is just sometimes just like, okay, so we had a production meeting, which it almost feels like we're doing now, but we're not. We're just enjoying our beers mm -hmm. and our cheeses. Exactly. And our meats. Yeah. And our breads. And our outside time. Yeah. This is kind of the, the best way, aside from just being naked in air conditioning, this is kind of the best way to experience 90 degree weather. All right, so now we're getting really personal. This is really how the sausage is made. Oh, I'm not teasing. We're not going to do that on the no. show. No, no. Unless, saying, unless, maybe we should make a Patreon for that in case someone really wants to. No, I think that's called OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Well, so to be a Avenger, need an OnlyFans page. Uh, I don't think anyone... Well, you know what? Honestly, some people would pay for that. That's there are, I, yes. That said, I am not the kind of person who likes to be uh, home naked on a hot day. Okay. I like to wear clothes. I know. I feel like a weirdo for saying that. I have recently discovered the advantage of not wearing pants. Okay. But, um, but like generally, I I will like come home and just be fully dressed. Oh yeah, taking my clothes off is the first thing I do when See, I get home. See, apparently this makes me a weirdo. Is that is that too much for the beer podcast? No, I don't no, know. We have an explicit rating. That's where we are. All right. We need to keep that. I said fuck already once. That's the second time. Yeah. Now, so you know. But. Yeah, no, I am definitely a... I'm going to keep wearing clothes all... T I mean, like, maybe no pants. Okay. Depending. But, like, definitely a shirt. Uh, you know, and I get cold very easily. If I have the air conditioning on too hot, I have to be under a blanket. Like, it's not... It's not. Or I I would, I, if it got that mad, I would just turn down the air conditioning. Uh, I mean, I uh, my, my air conditioning in my bedroom is set at 74 degrees. Hmm. A sensible... And sensible. I still often need a, a blanket with that. That's reasonable. But, you know... I'm not. I'm not going to be wearing pajamas or something. Uh, is, is there too much Captain Nudity discussion on this on this episode? I don't think so. All right. I, I just want to make sure there may never be enough. I'll, I'll let you be the arbiter of that. Well, since you're the, always the arbiter of taste arbiter and politeness taste. and etiquette. Well, we just moved directly on to nudity, so we've we've uh, achieved we've achieved singularity. I believe is what they say. Oh, oh. So that now we're not getting into physics. I know. We're we're achieving the singularity through drinking high ABV beers and. <laughs> Meats and cheeses and bread. I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I just like I look down and what's here, and it's just an embarrassment of riches, and it's wonderful. That's the that's the challenge with the beer and cheese collective. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, but unfortunately, it's like there's just too much goodness. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, that said, given that we've now gone on a, we've now become a physics and nudity podcast yeah. and the whole thing. Uh, I do want to mention uh, that I continue, apparently when, when beer ventures show up on anyone else's beer casts, we take things in weird directions too. Oh yeah, you've been working on the, uh, on the, the what is it called now, the beers, the, 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 the City Brew Tours, Tours Beer, beer Club. Club. Yes. Pre previously known as Brews Less Travel. Yeah, you've been, you've been uh, talking about Brooklyn on there. This I have, I've been repping the BK and uh, the County of Kings, as we all know. Yeah. Um, that is my home. So the first uh, episode was a really fun one. It was on 4th of July, Go America. Yeah. Uh, we had some really good beers from our friends at Threes and our friends at Other Half. I'm going to huck up myself on this beer cast. Because okay. I did, because they, I didn't do it on the other one. But I did mention that, um, that Other Half is located, I said it was in Boreham Hill. I should be clear, it is in Carroll Gardens. Ah. The real estate agents will have you believe that Bo Coca is one in Brooklyn. Right. It is not. There are three distinct neighborhoods with three distinct vibes. I did, however, recommend that that would be an excellent place to begin or end any of your beer crawls. And we did talk about some epic beer crawls we've had in that area. So I'm fixing that here. But our last episode um, was all about KCBC. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking about some of the fun we've had there. Um, and uh, we did have a um, an Alsatian Pilsner. 
an Alsatian Pilsner, exactly. from, also from KCBC. Also from KCBC. Okay. Yeah, we did also add a fruited sour from them. But the Alsatian Pilsner, um, I think you might figure out why Alsace or Alsatian might have a special meaning to New Yorkers. Well, yeah. In a because, way that they may not realize. Because the, the person who created the Statue of Liberty uh, is 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 from Alsace, and which is a German-speaking portion of France. Uh, is it is it just German-speaking? Well, there's French I, too. I, yeah. When I was there, there was a lot of French. Yes. I think. Well, the way that they were defining it, because it was a German-style beer, was a okay. French French take on a German style. Was kind of the way that they went. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, but there's a big difference there. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. Because because I uh, I mean, I, you also mentioned this to me because yeah. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I play that person. Yes. For my day job, uh, I do an interactive one-person show, playing that guy. Mm -hmm. And so I did actually visit Alsace a, a decade or two ago, uh, and uh, and yeah, I, I well, okay. Now now I'm actually curious. Do it. Do it. What did they say? What made their take on the beer more French than German? So they're using French-style hops. Okay. Um, and they're using a French style of grain. So it was basically sourced from. From the Alsatian area. Okay. Um, so and 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 here's the thing, KCBC, KCBC don't fuck around. No. And so like they done they done done it right, um, and it's a really good, really delicious yeah. beer. Um, but I of course felt it was my duty as a beer avenger and the only representative of New York City and specifically Brooklyn on the call besides the guy from KCBC. Yeah. That I needed to make sure that people knew that. Not only was this an amazing Brooklyn beer, but also the beer is directly connected to one of the icons of our city. Oh, yeah. And I think that may have been confusing I, I'm, I'm, to people. Uh, yeah, which, which it, they, it might have been too much information. I think but it I'm, I'm was. Gonna, but the, the one or two people on the call who got it, exactly. I'm sure they really appreciate it. And you're it. all welcome. But uh, I'm just saying, that that evening I felt like we were a beer and history podcast. Just for yeah. that, that brief glimmer. We also discussed personal finance earlier, which got even more complicated. Um, but I like that we are now a beer and physics and nudity podcast. And sure. Anyway, Beer Avenger shows up. Sure. We, just, we just go multidisciplinary. This we're is like, what hanging out and having beers with your friends is. We are the liberal arts degree of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Because you and get drunk and you talk about things. That's what like that's what it's supposed to be. And the reason I asked what yes. what how the beer is different yes. because yes. I I think they're known for their beers. Alsace mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. known for their beers. Uh, and uh, yeah, Alsace, I mean I, I it, it's been in France. It's been back in France for a long time. We have to think of it Alsace and Lorraine as both French places. But here was what my, I felt uh, my Alsatian knowledge of alcohol is more about their wine, hmm. uh, and they're known for their Rieslings. That is true, but which is also there's different. a very distinctly difference: an Alsatian Riesling or a German Riesling. Hmm. An Alsatian Riesling, generally speaking, is a bit more dry, oh. which is what I prefer, and a German Riesling is generally a little more sweet, hmm. which is what most Americans prefer. So when I was in the city of Colmar. And I was out to dinner having some kind of, like, oxtail stew or something like that. Like one does. Yeah, and, and when you're in Alsace. Uh, and, uh, and and I was ordering a, a wine. Mm -hmm. The waiter tried, and because I was an American, the waiter tried to steer me towards the sweeter ones. So oh. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want the dry Alsatian Riesling. Well done. And so I'm looking forward to trying this KCB. What was the name of the KCBC beer? Do you remember? Uh, Salou. Salou. S-A-L-U, but there was an umlaut over the U. Okay. And so they're really mixing up the two places. Exactly. Yeah. And I do want to say, and this is just a consistency across all KCBC beers. Yes. A-plus can art. Oh, well, just, yeah. Just off-the-rail can art. 
Hey, I'll give you a little preview of uh, something we may or may not have be having in a future episode. I just gave you a wonderful beer they yes. provided to us here. I, I put it on our Instagram before, but it bears repeating. Uh, it's called the Hound of Music. Oh, yes. Uh, and it's got a wonderful. It's like it's like a hound. It's like a dog, dog yes. was recast in the Sound of Music. Uh, and and hopefully we'll be having that very soon on a, on a future right. episode. But that's that's let's just be clear. That's that's Austria. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, I didn't say it was Germany. No, I was just not, talking. It's not French. I was just talking about their canon. Okay. Oh, yes, you're right. Long, you're just, right. I just want to make sure we're clear. The Sound of Music took place in Austria. Yes. We all know that. We're all we're all aware or, of that. A lot of us know it. I I, I yeah. Uh, well, uh, and and uh, well, that means we need to have some. There's a brewery in Vermont called Von Trapp. Oh yes, which, which is directly related to uh, to the yeah. music. Uh, yeah. I, I, I has actually been there. Yeah. What's it? What's it? Oh yes, they do. Oh, see. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Lane uh, is here. He's he's too shy to come on camera, but he, he wants you to know that they make wonderful cheese. Also, see, I, I mean they're like, Vermont. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, that that's the Vermont way. Yeah. The Vermont way is truly what we're having right now. Absolutely. This is a very Vermont experience, just in Brooklyn. I love the way that the the when we first started this, uh, I thought that it, you know since the lighter, like half of my face was dark, but yeah. now like there's something about between our lighting and, and the natural lighting, it's all just become very. Very, uh, I, I like I like the, the color palette here. The sun is setting in the backyard. It is it is eight forty one for those of you who are keeping track. Okay. Um, which is you know around sunset now this time of year. Yeah. Um, and we're really and it's kind of an overcast day too. You know, so it's it's kind of a it's it's it's, it's exactly what you want in like a backyard. Have some beers, have some cheese, hang out with friends, hang. I'm just glad it didn't rain. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, now were you affected? Because I know Queens because we had all those rains recently. Yeah. I was actually in a, another location when a lot of that was happening. Yeah, I. Uh, wait, now, which, which rains in New York are you talking about? So the, the ones I keep hearing about right now are the ones in Vermont. Right. Well, there were rains that happened on Sunday. Right. That happened in upstate New York, and then it continued into Monday, and we did have some rains in, in New York City. Yeah. Well, there were some portions of the county of, uh, uh, of Queens yeah. that um, that did experience a little bit of like basement flooding, but it sounds like Astoria was. Yeah. was I mean, I, di- I didn't get any in my house, okay. but I'm also yeah. on the third floor. Right. Well, uh, we didn't have any in Dumbo, um, but then I fled to um, Central Virginia mm. uh, for a few days for an undisclosed reason that, that uh, earned me some money, and yeah. you know, always good times. Yeah. Um, uh, While well, the rains were continuing, and it sounded like it was a little bit dicey. Yeah, I uh, I did not experience any diciness myself. Yeah, well, we are thinking about our friends in Vermont. Yeah, I mean, while well, you're stuck inside. I mean, it's 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 horrendous. I had a package uh, that I was supposed to get from Vermont today that was delayed by a day, and I I can only blame the rain. So yes, if that's the horror I'm dealing with here, I, I can, can only imagine. imagine. Yeah, yeah, come on, seriously. Can I ask? Uh, can you charcuterie? It was charcuterie. Oh, charcuterie. Uh, from Williston, Vermont. Oh, Williston, uh, Vermont. I've heard of them. Yes, uh, hope that, but they said it's coming tomorrow. Okay. I think it's already made it to Hackensack, New Jersey. Oh, we know them. Yeah. We're familiar with them. Uh, so, yeah, so that means that Vermont is fine if I'm getting my charcuterie in the mail tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- so all the problems are solved by meat and cheese. Which yeah. Really, I, I think this is, is the theme of the That's the lesson. Yeah, yes. I mean, I, uh, I don't know if that'll be the m- name of the episode. Probably not. Uh, but, but we can if we want to. Uh, do, I, do you have anything else uh, we need to say? Anything else we need to cover? Um... 
No. Honestly, I mean, I've been, I, it, it is summertime, which means that I am drinking my beers uh, a lot outdoors on my roof, yeah. enjoying the beautiful views. Um, and that was a great time to go. If you are planning road trips this summer, make sure that you're checking out local breweries wherever you wind up, because uh, that is one of the joys of road tripping and summertime. Yeah. Yeah, we should go do that sometime soon. We should. I feel uh, like that would be a good plan. How about, uh, you know, we were talking about the other day, uh, yeah. Strong Rope, we got to yeah. go to. Absolutely. Uh, I still I still haven't been out to the new Ebbs place at City Field. Oh, that we see. I would, and here's the thing. I know you're not a baseball person. I like baseball. It's fine. I know. I would I would definitely go to Ebbs and then baseball. Yeah, but if it turns out we're happy to be free some afternoon, yeah, and, uh, and and we don't have tickets for the baseball game, we can't right. get tickets for the baseball game. We do you want to go out to Ebbs anyway? Yeah, that's fine. All right, let's do that. Yeah. And, and, and so Ebbs, we got Ebbs, we got um, Strong Rope, yeah, Red po- and uh, Red Hook. There Red Hook, yes. Red Hook, that one. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is a summer of beeriness, it and is. one should take advantage of that. Especially and for, the, and for those of you who are missing Hawk, just let let you know he was he'll be back very soon, uh, and we're going to hear all about his trip to France. Important and, research and uh, whatever you know. Uh, he might have he might have been slacking a little bit, or actually might have been not feeling well a few days. But yeah. I, I, I but, kid, I kid. But you know, here's the thing, I. This may be shocking to everyone. I do note a wandering Huck has just come through the door oh, here at the Beer and She's a, a Collective, uh, which must mean that he would very much like to play us out. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, yeah. it's, all, it's all good. Cheers, and, y'all. And uh, here we go. With the Beer Avengers. With the Avengers. Avengers.